Good afternoon. Happy Monday. Hope everybody had an enjoyable and safe weekend. And you know, before we know it, before we know it, another weekend will be here. Yes, that's right. We've got to today to put in. Uh, then we get tomorrow. And then Wednesday, of course, is Canada Day. And for once in my life, I finally looked ahead. I did some good scheduling. And yes, my friends, I took Thursday and Friday as a holiday to turn it into a big five-day weekend, like I'm sure a lot of people have. Normally, I don't do that. This is one downfall of my entire career. I've been so bad at the scheduling of vacations and looking ahead, looking forward. you got to be strategic sometimes when it comes to these stat days, right? Particularly this year when Canada Day is right smack dab in the middle of the week. It's a Wednesday. wonder how many people just realized that over the weekend and went, Ugh. And then I got to go back Thursday, Friday. But I guess if you've got Wednesday off, it's a nice midweek break. Okay, uh, speaking of, well, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, numbers, all right, because uh, COVID numbers are in for the province. And unfortunately, we are once again back up over the 200 mark and over it by quite a bit. As a matter of fact, the province reporting 257 new cases today. 257. 177 of those are in the Windsor-Essex area, and that is being attributed to increased and extensive testing of temporary workers in the area. So 257 overall, but most of that centered in the uh, Windsor area. And in other COVID-related news, WestJet and Air Canada have announced that they will soon begin selling every seat, once again on their airplanes, selling every seat on flights, of course, bringing to an end their attempt at physical distancing. And for more on this, we're joined now by passenger rights activist Gabor Lucek. He joins us here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Gabor, good afternoon. Thanks for coming back on the show. Good afternoon. All right. Uh, when the message is, and it's consistently, Gabor, been from our health officials to remain vigilant during this time and to adhere to physical distancing as best we can, make sure we're maintaining that two meters, that six-foot distance between us. Why are the airlines doing this? Well, that's the question that I would like to ask from the airlines and from the transport minister and from the federal health minister. The airlines seem to be simply putting their profits, their business ahead of public health and ahead of the likely harm to the economy as a whole if their irresponsible conduct causes a second wave prematurely. Yeah, have we heard from our health officials, Dr. Theresa Tam, most notably Canada's top doctor? Uh, has she commented on this, or have we heard from any other health officials? Uh, I have not heard from Dr. Tam on this issue, actually. I would love to hear also from uh, Dr. Henry from British Columbia. She's a particularly uh, well-vested expert, and uh, I would like to hear from the experts of every province. How do they feel about it? There seems to be an obvious inconsistency. On the one hand, they tell you that if you go outside, if you get on a TDC bus, wherever you go, you have to do physical distancing of at least two meters. What is special about airplanes? I'm not buying the argument that those HEPA filters on board aircraft are really going to do the magic. After all, if that argument were then when you're outside, where you have lots of fresh air around and you know, air circulation is quite good normally, you would not need to do social distancing there, after all. So how is an aircraft situation any better than 
being outside, where you're being told still to keep two meters away from anybody else. You know, here is another thing I'm wondering about, and if we heard from the airlines, you know, Gabor, about masks, because this is actually being debated today at Toronto City Council, at City Hall, whether or not masks should be mandatory to go in stores, because they're obviously worried about being indoors and maybe physical distancing not being adhered to. If we're going to fill every seat once again in the planes, and that middle row is going to be filled, are the airlines, are they making masks mandatory to fly with them? Airlines are making masks mandatory, and that's really a decision that I fully support. It is being recommended also by the European uh, Aviation Agency. Uh, so uh, that's a sound uh, recommendation, a sound decision to require masks, but it's not enough. The, the very notion of being in a closed queue for several hours is already causing some risk, but the point is to mitigate the risk as much as possible. So I would say masks and social distancing and possibly other measures of extra cleaning that could make flying safe enough that if you absolutely have to travel, you probably will not be infecting other people. So what the airlines are doing now is that for purely financial reasons, they are engaging in a behavior that is likely to have profound adverse consequences for the entire public, not only the flyers who can maybe make a decision for themselves. We are dealing here with an infectious disease. If one person gets infected on board, it means they will keep infecting others at a destination. Joined in the line by passenger rights advocate and activist Gabor Luchuk. We're discussing WestJet and Air Canada, their announcement that they will soon begin selling every seat on aircraft on their flights, thereby ending their attempt at physical distancing. And Gabor, this actually is going to start day after tomorrow. It's going to start Canada Day, Wednesday. And there are some passengers who bought their tickets long ago and are now complaining about this a change in policy or change in the rules, are they going to be able to get a refund if they want? They should be getting a refund. They legally have a right to a refund because the contract they entered into had different services in the package. We have seen that airlines are refusing to provide refunds lawfully owed to passengers even when the entire flight is canceled. So... I don't expect airlines are going to rush to offer refunds, even though the passengers are entitled to it, which is one more reason why we should not be trusting Canadian airlines at all. I would say until the issue of refunds is not fully sorted out, do not buy any ticket. Do not fly. It is not safe, not only health-wise, but also financially, because the airlines believe that the laws don't apply to them. And that's something we have spoke about in the not-too-distant past, of course, are those that wanted refunds when the flight was canceled and all they got were basically uh, coupons or vouchers for a flight somewhere down the road. So does the Passenger Bill of Rights, do you think, Gabor, that was supposed to be this great savior of uh, airline passengers and those that travel by air, does it need to be amended, get a little stronger, should it include provisions regarding the uh, pandemic? Uh, is there enough protection there for flyers right now? For m- more than a year and a half, I think more close to two years, we have been cautioning the public and the government that the government's so-called regulations are helping only the airlines are offering no protection for passengers. I regret to see that we have been so right. With this issue of refunds specifically, we cautioned on page 44 of our 
document, we had a 52-page document, and on page 44 we explicitly stated that this is going to cause problems because although passengers do have a legal right for a refund, that right is not codified in the regulations, which is going to create misunderstanding and conflicts. That is the reason why we have so many class actions. Now, had the government hit it on what we said in our advice, and had the government simply incorporated what has been the law in Canada for the past 16 years, namely that if your flight is cancelled for any reason, you get a refund, they would not have had to burden the courts with various class actions. There are three, three or four class actions just in Canada against airlines, and may, there may be more. All right. At the beginning of this, Gabor, there was a plenty of concern, of course, regarding the spread of COVID through travel, through air travel. With that in mind, is it your recommendation? Do you think that government needs to step in and do something uh, about this to ensure the safety of uh, passengers and to limit the spread of COVID as best they can if all of a sudden these airlines are going to start selling every seat on their planes once again? Absolutely. In my opinion, the federal government should step in and force airlines to maintain social distancing, physical distancing on board flights, leaving every uh, middle seat empty. And if airlines cannot be profitable, that way let it be. The 97% of Canada, which are not the airlines, should not be paying significant price, both economically in terms of human lives, because of the greed of the airlines. Let me ask you just finally, Gabar, the way things are right now and as rules are set to change on a Wednesday, would you would you personally get on an air flight or an airplane right now? Absolutely not. The only situation I could imagine is if I had a dying relative at the other end. Even then, probably I would have to go to a quarantine if, if I were to arrive at a destination. It is not safe. It is not safe for yourself. It's not safe for people at a destination. And you're dealing with airlines that are clearly not respecting and your property, your money. So it's financially not safe either. I would avoid any kind of flying until the issue of refunds and the issue of health and safety on board are fully addressed by the government. All right. Leave it there for now. Gabor, thanks for the time as always. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. All right. There goes Gabor Lucek. He is a passenger rights advocate.